Behind the elementary advent calendar door number 23 is a holiday food that plays a significant role in my Christmas traditions. It can be identified by its thin round shape and mottled surface of caramel colored spots. And within my family, it has created much debate about just how it should be eaten. As We Eat is excited to present you with the 2021 Elementary Advent Calendar, a tasty countdown to 2022 full of mini episodes highlighting holiday food traditions and memories from all over the world. We don't want you to miss any treats, so be sure to tune in daily from December 1st to December 26th. It's been called the Norwegian pancake, but it's more like Norwegian holy bread. It's Lefse. Lefse is a round, thin flatbread made with cream, butter, flour, and potatoes. And in Norway, Lefse is available all year round. It's sold as a snack food at gas stations, on ferries, and cafes. But here in the States, it's really a holiday treat that shows up on the Thanksgiving and Christmas tables. For my family, it was my Grandma Green who would roll out and griddle hundreds, and I mean hundreds of these potato flatbreads. They would be folded into a pie-shaped wedge, assembled into stacks of four, and then placed in a plastic bag. And then she would deliver these to family and friends. And I think that we were as anxious to get grandma's box of goodies that included other Scandinavian treats like rosettes, spritz cookies, flatbread. We were as anxious to get that as we were to whisper our Christmas list to Santa Claus. So when grandma and grandpa would arrive with the box, and grandpa always carried the box in, once it was set on the table, we would secretly, though I'm sure it was pretty obvious what we were doing, but we would count the number of (laughs) lefse packages that were included, making a mental note of how many that meant that we would get at Christmas dinner. They were carefully placed in the freezer until the first quarter was pulled out for Thanksgiving, and then the remaining packages would be pulled out for Christmas dinner. And my mom would pull out the packages from the freezer the night before. And it was always exciting to see them sitting on the counter. It marked that moment that Christmas had really arrived. The platter that they were arranged on would be set next to my dad at the table. And a butter dish and a sugar bowl was laid right next to that. And then would come the debate. Was it better to eat them warm enough to melt the butter into the lefse and then sprinkle the sugar on it? Or was it better to have them just at room temperature so that the butter would create this almost frosted layer with the sugar sitting on top of it? My mom was in the camp that they had to be warm enough to melt the butter and then she would put her sugar on. So she would take them quickly and put her butter on so that it melted. I am in the other camp. I feel like you have to have the butter solid enough that it would squish out of the lefse when you roll it up. So you put your butter and your sugar on it, you roll it up, and then you eat it. My dad didn't seem to have an opinion either way as long as lefse was always on the Christmas table. You know, making lefse is not complicated, but it's time-consuming. And it's much like dumpling making or, or tamale making or dolmas making. It's a dish that's often made community style. Many hands make light work. It's a time when stories are told or retold many times. <laughs> it's a time when you catch up on life's events. A time when you share jokes, usually about Oli and Lena. Much like our episode of the Christmas Crackers, we have Oli and Lena just as an example. Oli and Lena got married. On their honeymoon trip, 
They were nearing Minneapolis when Oli put his hand on Lena's knee. Giggling, Lena said, Oli, you can go farther than that. So Oli drove to Duluth. <laughs> always Oli and Lena's stories. Always. always. Yes. Love those. I yeah. love those. Yeah. And much like the Christmas cracker jokes, it was a time just to be together and laugh. Mm. Yeah. And one thing that I remember as my grandma was getting older was that the number of packages of Lefsa diminished. It really started to mark that countdown of the mantle being passed on. And I was fortunate enough that I loved to cook. So I would spend time with grandma when she was making Lefsa, asking her questions about her secrets. And for a very long time, I made the holiday lefsa, packaging the four pie-shaped wedges stacked in plastic sandwich bags, carefully stacking them in the freezer, and then shipping them to my family, who had spread across the western part of the country. And I know that the arrival of the packages were as anxiously anticipated as when Grandma and Grandpa brought that goodie box. It's been several years since I've stopped sending them, but I think it's about time to start again. So whether they were homemade or Mrs. Olson's lefsa from the grocery store, it was never, and it isn't Christmas dinner without lefsa on the table. And there's always that comparison to grandma's. The grocery store version is never as good. It will never, ever win. If it was homemade and it was almost as good as grandma's, then it was a really good batch. Mm -hmm. So, Kim, are there any special foods that you have on your holiday table that you serve kind of in the same vein as Lefsa for us? Honestly, no. But you have brought back a very beautiful, warm memory of receiving a box of Christmas cookies from a very special woman, very special family friend that I called Grandma Straw. She and her mother, Helen, would bake for the family every year. A box would come with Russian tea cakes, thumbprint cookies filled with jam, peanut butter cookies, chocolate chip cookies, lemon bars. The amount of work that those two women put in to fill a box of love for us was just outstanding. Thank you for joining us on our adventure through this iconic family tradition of mine. Behind Tomorrow's Door is a nostalgic, rich, hours-long, seven-course meal. If you find yourself hungry for a larger portion of how food connects, defines, and inspires, be sure to subscribe to As We Eat wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. We also publish the As We Eat journal on Substack. We would be honored if you would support us by becoming a subscriber at asweeat.substack.com. Happy holidays from Leigh and Cam. There too. 